Welcome to the Crash Landing Podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to today's show. Today, I'll kind of be uh, diving into a little bit of, about me. Uh, did on a previous uh, intro episode where it was just just solo old me. But uh, today, I'm a little more specifically about uh, me uh, as a creative individual and a musician. And uh, this, so it's pretty much as me developing as an artist and how this is uh how some of my experiences in it how it's progressed over time and this is more i guess our tip being has to do with being artistic in general but a little more specifically in the field of music in this case even though my creativity spans i have stints where i've uh I love to draw, I love to write stories and music, lyrics, um, other kind of artsy that it, I try not to let myself be in too much of a box. I like to be versatile. It's, uh, just good sometimes, but sometimes not so much because it, you have to reel in your own expectations. You know, sometimes you're your own worst enemy as far as your doubt whatnot and that's that's an ongoing thing with I'm sure you know I know many people especially artists you know go through this but uh, as far as songwriting I've you know I've been playing guitar um, for a, a decent amount of years now and um, I've always loved to sing too but I've only got the confidence recently to come out of my shell to that extent to vocalize myself so to speak and uh quite liberating but it's still a you know it's a little bit still of a confidence thing but I I feel like I've really started to come into my own um and I guarantee you it's it is a lot of it is a confidence thing with not only me but with many singers um you might not think you can sing but I'm not saying this is the case with everyone but the confidence helps a lot or in my case especially um yeah I kind of have to psych myself out you know I've um I was in a previous band but I didn't really I played more lead guitar uh, for them I, I sang a song or two here and there a previous band uh, the Rum Runners rock band and, um which that kind of helped me open me up a little more you know singing that a little bit and then I would, uh, a few of my buddies' bands, I would get up on stage every once in a while and sing a song uh, with uh, them. I know one in particular was uh, Knocking on Heaven's Door. Uh, that was one uh, that came up a few times. It just so happened to be. It's it's easier to know off the, or remember off the spot like, a song like that than certain other ones. Um, so that, that kind of stuff's helped. And I've had a lot of good musician friends around me that I've got to know over the past numerous years um, and seeing them grow and progress has also helped me to flourish I think in that way um, towards singing and writing 
and music in general. And my songwriting, it's it's definitely evolved over time. And um, I go back and forth on whether I think, you know, some some people write music first, some people write lyrics first, and uh, I I kind of do a little bit of a little bit of both. Um, I write normally better to lyrics, but there sometimes, or I, I mean, I write better to music already. The song kind of has to tell, sometimes it tells me what it needs to say. And I have, you know, a list of ideas around, like possible song titles or themes or ideas that I want to touch on. Um, but sometimes I'll go through my riffs and ideas and the song will just be telling me, you know, this needs to be about this, not this, or for one reason or another. Um, I kind of have to let it speak to me. In, in most cases and normally it's not wrong and it's for some reason that this particular piece of music needs to be about this or convey this emotion or get this across and um, I try to let that happen organically as, I, as much as I can as far as writing and I'd, I've definitely seen a progression as far as my writing like a lot of times if I'm writing just lyrics I will I'll come up with the chorus first and that gives me the premise for the song and I build around that and the verses and then the bridges a lot of times I'll write last you know um, but yeah it always normally starts with the chorus for me as far as if I'm thinking of lyrics and then I'll write music to that a lot of times and then I'll build around that because I get that key point across and if you have a good chorus, you can you can make the rest of it good also. Um, that's kind of my philosophy of it. I just, yeah, if I'm writing lyrics first, chorus first, and the rest just kind of seems to fit in after that. I have this motto in my head or this phrase to go by um, when I'm writing I, I tend to ride the line of between catchy and complex that's I, I kind of try to meet somewhere in the middle when I'm writing uh, to kind of do do a little bit of this and a little bit of that a little bit of both um, catchy because you want the song to resonate not only lyrically uh, with the words but also with the melody and the combination of the two is key especially and so you need something memorable to stick in their heads uh, not saying every song has to be because every song is its own animal is its own being and on the complex side especially from a musician's point of view you have to spice things up. You, you know, doing the same old, same old thing is going to get stale to you in your mind. You know, you can do it with your eyes closed. You have to challenge yourself and the listener too. Um, not all listeners want to be challenged when hearing a song. That's why, in my mind, you have to ride that line for your to appease different listeners and also yourself. 
as the artist putting this out. Because you have some people that just listen to... Now, in my case, this is more focused on rock music. Um, like, I'm going to give an example. My my first uh, single, uh, which is on Spotify, YouTube, uh, Apple Music, all of those. Uh, uh, it's under Crash Woodson. It's called Hard Pill to Swallow. That song, being my first song I put out, I, um, I wanted... Uh, let's see. I wanted. It's one of those can, that can kind of appease the masses a little more. It's a. It's a very catchy. It's a. It's a rock pop, rock poppy, kind of to that extent. And it was something I felt comfortable with putting out first. And and I got a lot of good reception from it. Um. But on the flip side, you know, it it wasn't as complex. It it was a little more straightforward. Me going into the studio. Uh, for the first time fleshing that out um, it was an experience for me and I felt comfortable with what I put out then it was a little more catchy but there was also some things that I spiced up and did a certain way now on the flip side my next single that's going to be coming out um, next month probably December it's it's a little more complex and it's still catchy, but it's it's a totally different vibe from the first song. See, I, I wanted to differentiate these two songs. So it's flip sides of the coin. So moving forward, you know, well, well, he sounds like this on this one or this sounds like this on this one. Well, then looking forward, they're gonna be like, possibly like, well, I don't know what he's gonna do next, which to have that versatility is what I would prefer. And the, like I said, the second one, the one coming out is a little more complex, but it still has, I ride that, I mean, I ride the line. I challenge myself as a musician and an artist and a writer. And I'm, I actually just got an email from the producer not long, not long ago, um, let me hearing it back for the first time. And I, and it sounded great. I could tell my confidence was higher as far as singing, guitars, the instruments, it was just, yes, it, the arrangements of it, the how thick it sounded, uh, it, I was just so pleased. And I am, and I can't wait until y'all hear it. But, yeah, the, the difference between those two songs is, is key, especially going forward um, to working on future things, um, of writing that line between catchy and complex to please not only your listeners, but yourself as the artist. Some of my big music influences range and are there are very many. Um, I tend I tend to prefer rock, but I like a lot of I like various types of music. I like rock mainly. I like a little bit of hip hop, hip hop and country. I'm picky on. I even I even like opera. Um, And it, I like a little bit of everything with uh, in its in its correct doses, uh, but there's always something to 
to gain and to learn from different genres and trying to step outside your comfort zone and your own frame of thinking in your own box. Because um, you can, there's things you'll be able to throw in your music that I try to, little things um, that may sound like another genre of music, but the way you incorporate it in your songs and weave it in there into that story into that song piece of music it uh, sometimes can be magical and it shows and it can show little hints of your influences outside of the genre you're technically I guess or officially in and uh, that's that's fun thought to me and uh, I don't to be honest I don't think I listen to as much music as I should sometimes I'll get in a mood and I'm discovering new artists or rehashing listening to ones I've loved over the years but I I still have to continue to get better in my own mind as far as broadening my influences in in other genres and also in the genre that I'm mainly focused on Um, because there's always stuff to learn and always inspiration to be gathered from so many different bands and artists um being in the field of music and it's just vast and endless um, from from so many different eras um, it's a it's a lot to go through but you just you gotta go through it at your own time and pace and uh, it's crazy how certain songs can hit you right at the right time or certain moments periods in your life when you really need it but some of the some inspirations to me uh, huge ones uh, uh, Guns N' Roses is a huge one uh, Axel as far as vocally and then Slash is probably hands down my favorite guitar player or who it, who I channel th- try to through myself sometimes as far as the way I try to think when I'm writing and there's also others like uh, other guitarists, uh, Sinister Gates, um, Mike Orlando, Ron Bumblefoot Thaw, DJ Ashba. Um, the list goes on for a while. And as far as vocally, Axel's there, but my my favorite and my my topper inspiration, I think, who is uh, Miles Kennedy from Alter Bridge. He also sings with Slash, featuring Miles Kennedy and the, the Conspirators. And also has a solo band. Has been in numerous bands in the past too. But uh, Miles Kennedy is one. Uh, let's see. And Axl Rose, M. Shadows. Uh, there's many vocal influences also. But bands is. Let's see. There's, there's Guns N' Roses, Alter Bridge, Slash, Feature, Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators, Volbeat, um, Papa Roach, um, Breaking Benjamin. There's a ton, as far as in the rock field, and then I could go on and on. Avenged Sevenfold. I might have said that. I can't remember. <laughs> go through. There's so many just to to think about. Um, it's impacted me. Um, but uh, they all have their own little place in my heart, and for different reasons, and at different, some overlapping time periods, some separate time periods in my life. Um, that's helped to push me to get better as an as an artist and with my music 
and just in general in life too to see what they they can accomplish with uh, all the work and effort they put into it and uh, I try my best to kind of draw for those inspirations but then put my own tweak on it as far as my own music and um, it's uh, it's been a huge push for me as far as my confidence turning and looking to some of these bands and artists to, to see how much they have done to what quality they've done these things also and it just uh, the inspiration can be endless if you're looking in the right spots with releasing music as an artist or a band also comes with different hurdles and one is such the learning the the marketing curve um, if you're not used to it and it's a it's a different process and I've had to go through this a little myself and I'm still going through it and trying to be better at it each time I do it and it's still early on but I'm I, I tend to look up various things on YouTube and ideas here and there to try and get some concrete ideas but put my own spin on it or flair on it as I go especially without having a a manager or anybody to help do this at the moment it's more you have to do it yourself but that is a also a benefit now that artists can do a lot more than, than used to they can do a lot more themselves and whatever you know whatever reception they get it feels it probably feels more earned because you're putting all this effort towards the music itself but not also the music but then releasing it and how you release it and what you do to promote it and to get it out to the public and also the right viewers that will absorb your material and appreciate it and come back for more But yeah, there is definitely a a curve that goes with it that takes a little time. Uh, you know, it'll vary person to person probably. But um, but now with so many, so much, so many things online with social media, it's uh that is that can be a benefit if used properly. But there's so many outlets to get this information from and uh, learning which ones to be on how often to post what to be posting uh, to these different places that will market your music or be available for people and it's a just takes a little time you just have to stick with it and um, I'm, I've, I've claimed I claim to be not the best at it so far but I, that's one thing I have to improve on and uh, it will it will come with time and I'm try, I try to do research and 
apply it to myself in whatever way I see fit. But going forward, I especially have to ramp it up and I have to increase that. But yeah, social media is definitely a, can be a blessing as far as that. It just take you just have to put forth the effort and you'll eventually see somewhat what you might want to see. And when it comes down to it, also, even if you're not the best at marketing, well, you need to get, even if you're learning like me and getting better, it comes down to the material too. Because, I mean, if you don't have an agent or a manager or all this, but if the material is good, you start smaller. And you'll slowly, you know, as you learn throughout time marketing these different marketing things, or then if you get an agent or a manager, things will fall into place. And you can grow and expand at the rate, at whatever rate it will be. Even though, because with my first single, I... On some websites, there was a lot of reception, and on other ones, platforms, there wasn't as much. But there's, they're not all exactly operate the same. You, you have to. Uh, there are different techniques and circumstances to each one, and you have to keep that in mind. And that's just how it is but yes you definitely need to be able to market your music especially if you're doing it yourself which I am at the moment and yes marketing is is a something I'm working on still but also the, I need to make sure the quality of the music is there and so people will come eventually because this is a skill that will get better, in my opinion, with research and time. But as long as the music is good and you keep putting out that quality of music, or they will eventually feed in and you will begin to see increases and increases of your views and listens and downloads and streams. So yeah, it's just something to keep in mind and something you have to deal with. Unless you just have all the money and you want to do it through a manager or agent. But for those, for many of those I know, just have to learn a little bit of marketing to get by. A real benefit for me personally being a musician and involved with music, making music, releasing music, a big benefit for me, an educational process as you go is going to many concerts and uh, being educated in that way and learning. Um, I just thrived off of it and you, everybody has their slightly own style, especially well, musically and things that they do on stage not only physically but with also with the props and the whole setup of the stage and how the how the concert flows and just the whole feel the feel and vibe of it and there's so many different ways you can take 
a show like that. Um, as far as how long of a show, <clears throat> excuse me, how long of a show it is. Um, if you have pyro, fireworks, the to all, all the extent of the different ways the lights can be orchestrated throughout the show, even on some certain specific songs, the timing of the lights and the fireworks or pyro, it all plays a part in the in the uh, experience of the viewer, of the people that are paying to come see that show. And just watching all these, throughout the years, these different bands just kill it on stage and some not so much but for the most part all these you know delivering it in different punches uh, at different paces um, to the viewer it's it's I, I just try to soak it in on myself especially me trying to replicate and find my own way and style you you take in what what inspires you and you help it it helps push you and then you kind of put your own spin on it put your own flair and then you just try to replicate your own style and vibe as far as your your live shows and your the quality of your music itself and god there's i've been to so many shows inspiring shows throughout the years um numerous times since guns and roses altar bridge um, Van Halen, Avenged Sevenfold, Slash featuring Miles Kenny and the Conspirators, Breaking Benjamin, Hailstorm, and the list it goes on for a while. But they've, they're all, all throughout these years that's had such a big impact on me, each having its own distinct effect as far as the timing and influence over me going forward, especially trying helping to craft and shape the artist that I'm going to be uh, in the field of music uh, and it's it's a, it's a really great educational process um, and you just have to soak it in while you can and I used to in the past I used to take a lot of video and a lot of pictures which I still kind of do but I I have to you me personally I ride that ride I ride that line because you know part of it you know you can want take a lot, bunch of video and pictures but you're not really soaking it in all in the moment so I I do on certain songs I'll try to take a, a decent amount of pictures or videos but then I learned to okay put it in my pocket now you know you got to to enjoy the experience as it's happening because you can go back and watch video I mean there's tons of video you'll be able to go online YouTube and find from that specific show even but uh Especially for me, to find that median, you to live in the now, absorbing that all what you're taking in in the moment and feeling it, just uh, is is important. And that's what I, I mean for a lot of musicians. If you're, I mean, well, obviously, you would if you're a musician, you probably love to go to shows too, and that's one thing I can. Uh, definitely recommend you know the more shows and more variety of shows you go to um it it just only continues to help shape you push you inspire you um to carry on and 
shape your own way as far as who you want to be musically. Local talent also really matters as far as music. If you think a lot of your big bands, you know, they were once local bands, not every... Some hit it at different, you know, some hit stardom at different levels, depending on a lot of factors, but they started out as a local band at once. And I'm pleased to say in my area of... Well, I'm kind of... I live in Wahala, South Carolina, um, very corner of South Carolina, the golden corner they call it, uh, but off, but in the upstate of South Carolina from here to Greenville and kind of all in this area. I'm happy to say there's a numerous great uh, local bands and uh, it's helped inspire me and I've uh, grown uh, friends with over the years and uh, seeing some of these shows. Uh, Various, various times, various occasions, even helped out on uh, occasions at shows with some of these bands. It's uh, really been a great experience, and uh, just helping to continue to help me to flourish as an artist. Um, you know, some some just right off the top of my head. There's um, the Black River Rebels, the Silvertone Devils, Seven Year Witch. J.J. Woolbright and the Whiskey Road. Uh, another one that's not really as local, but they they play up here a lot is uh, Boys from Alabama, a band, three-piece called Be It The Means, who are killer also. And, um, but back to uh, the SC, yeah, there's, that's just to name a few, that they, um, it's just powerhouses of, as far as the, the quality and the attraction they have for the for the audience around here and it uh, it's just really inspiring to me and great great uh, guys and these men too um, really some cool, cool people to hang with uh, oh and speaking of one of the bands uh, Seven uh, Seven Year Witch actually just released uh, uh, their latest song and uh, video White Horses uh, so I definitely go recommend to check that out. That yeah, them they just have nonstop energy. But all the you know all these bands that I uh, named here um, all have a little bit of their own distinct style and presence as far as what they bring to the stage and their music. But uh, they've been great influences to me over the years, and you you. You have to start there, especially, you know, these are, these bands and people or somebody you can more likely to, you know, rub elbows with, just chat with, hang with, um, than some of these big bands. So they, at least for me, it plays a lot more of a personal role. You feel a lot more connected because you're not, they're not, you know, crowded by a bunch of security not this necessarily you can just casually just go and hang with them or chat with them you know and uh, I've had a lot of good uh, occasions hanging with some of these guys in these different bands locally and it just um, 
and, and to the fans, you you know, just continue to support, well, your local bands wherever you are, because uh, you never know what to, to what extent they can uh, fly to. But, uh, yeah, just to support the local, your local bands. That's, that's a huge thing. And, uh, being that too, speaking from experience, uh, well, it was a kind of a shorter lived, but the previous band I was in, um, played lead guitar for the Rum Runners and I just, yeah, the, just, um, interacting with some of the, the fans, local area just meant, yeah, it means, means a lot and you have to start somewhere and that's where you got to start. But, uh, yeah, definitely to appreciate and, and if you haven't already dig more into your local bands, the talent of the bands in your local area and whatever genre that, uh, that you like. But I think that's going to wrap it up today. Um, folks, I enjoyed having you in here. And, uh, this was just a little bit about, uh, developing as an artist, um, uh, see, at least on my experiences, um, and, uh, just two cents on the matter. Well, I hope you all have a rest of the great evening. <laughs> see ya. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.